Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. For this episode, I'm interviewing Mia Hewitt. Mia is the founder and CEO of Aligned Intelligence, the best-selling author of Meant for More, Stop Secretly Struggling and Be a Force to be Reckoned With, and an expert on the topic of human potential. Welcome, Mia. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Can you share a little bit about your background with our listeners before we dive into Meant for More? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I help business owners or entrepreneurs or those that want to be all around the world stop sabotaging themselves like that, um, all the limiting beliefs and everything that's stopping them inside, why they don't know why they keep self-sabotaging like that, that one missing piece that nobody can put their finger on, like what's missing. I help them free themselves. Um, and then to go on to help make them, uh, six and seven figure leaps in their businesses using like the right skill set, strategies, tools, systems, and team, um, using my aligned intelligence method that I am, I invented when I couldn't find anything that worked for me, <laughs> right? That's usually how it works. Yeah. Um, I just could not get anything to work. And so um, I created my own technology, my own methodology. It's, I'm not an overnight success. It took me six years to develop this methodology, but it literally creates a permanent paradigm shift um, and helps them consistently and predictably be able to coach themselves through any obstacle so that they can no longer get stopped, but like return to their natural state of clarity uh, and really be able to fulfill their dreams, uh, I would say more than anything. Mm, yeah, sounds like something that everyone can benefit from. Yes. Yeah. So let's dive into it. So Absolutely. can you tell us a little bit about, uh, first of all, meant for more? Yes. The fastest way for me to tell you about that is that when I was five years old, I remember playing in my room and I heard my father calling me and I could tell by the sound of his voice that he meant business. Like of all, <laughs> right? Of all the people I was afraid of in my household, there was a couple. Um, my father actually terrified me the most because he was the kind of person that could be really gregarious on one, on one hand or at one time. And then something could set him off and you never knew what that was going to be. And, um, he would just lose it. And then that's when somebody got hurt, right? Somebody got hit with a bell or somebody got it across the face or something happened. So I always felt like I had to walk on eggshells. And the reason I'm telling you this is that I remember um, him calling me and I thought, that's really weird. Why is he calling me? What, what is, and he's like, oh, I want to spend time together. I want us to go outside. And when we went outside, he was like, which one of these chickens is your favorite? And I was like, oh, that's easy. Like, there's this one that I absolutely love. Um, her name was Henny Penny. You know, I always used to find her worms. And so I said, of course, that one. And he then he said, as plain as day, good. Well, that's the one we're going to kill today. Ooh. Now, I remember, Chris, like, I remember hearing, like, my, well, first of all, my mind went into, hyper overdrive. Like I, all these thoughts were happening. I didn't understand how, um, what I was hearing and like how to actually to get it to stop. And I remember, you know, hearing screaming and then realizing it was me and then feeling like, Oh my gosh, I have done something 
horrible. Like this is all my fault. My mind went blank and I froze. And that day my life changed forever because that day I decided that people don't really mean what they say. You can't rely or trust on anyone, not even your own father. And the world is a really not a safe, not a safe place. And so I vowed that day at five years old that I would never let this ever happen to me again. So I built these walls around myself and I didn't let anyone in for like decades. I just never knew back then that the walls that I built to protect myself actually were my greatest limitations for myself and my business. Oh, absolutely. So it's that feeling of like, I knew I was always meant for more, but emotionally, I couldn't understand how to get there. Ah, and so then this is how you developed uh, aligned intelligence. Yes. To help people, well, yourself and others. Yeah. I spent about a half a million, um, on my, you know, cause I built the first, I built the first company that I built. I built it out of complete burnout and like complete survival. Like I didn't really, I just, I was just took so much action that you had to do something. You had to get somewhere if you took that much action. Um, yeah. but I just did it out of burnout. And then the second company is been completely out of flow and alignment and completely without having that trauma running. Because what happened to me is what happens to every individual, everybody listening, what I want to give you the most that nobody's ever told you is that the way that it actually works. And this is, I wish somebody would have told me this a long time ago. I mean, I'm 53. It would have saved me a lot of time, money, and energy and going in the wrong directions and the wrong things. But here's how it really works. So when we're born, we're born whole, perfect, and complete. Like not one baby, Chris, is born with a self-esteem issue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not one. And so what happens is, you know, as a child grows, we grow by an emotional bond of trust. Well, when that bond gets broken, you experience an emotional trauma. Now, trauma is in the eye of the beholder, right? So maybe you don't have something like me where your father killed your favorite chicken, but maybe for you, you were a little boy that at four years old, you came home from preschool and you said, daddy, 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 look, I colored inside the lines. And all your dad said was, huh, well, I guess you don't have much of an imagination. But to that little boy, because trauma is in the eye of the beholder, to that little boy, that was so traumatic he thought like a body part was missing. You know, they're so literal when we're kids. He literally thought like something was wrong with him and that he must be a disappointment. So his whole life, he, he tried to not be a disappointment. So as an adult, he would make money as a business owner, he would make money and then lose it, make money and lose it. He could never really build wealth. And then we healed him, um, his original trauma, which we're going to, we're going to talk to. And so he went on, like he, he actually invested in cryptocurrencies and he crushed it. He's actually really successful now. But my point in telling this story is every single person has an original trauma. 
And that original trauma then will run because we don't have a subconscious, we don't have a conscious mind um, prior to the age of seven. We only have a subconscious mind, an emotional feeling mind. What happens is this stays in your emotional feeling mind. And so every, every negative experience after that just becomes a deeper, bigger version of the same damn trauma, the same original one. So what happens in a nutshell is we keep sabotaging as we grow because as after seven, we develop the conscious mind. So we sabotage because we know what to do, but we don't feel like we can emotionally do it. Does that make sense, Chris? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. It, yeah, it totally makes sense. Like weight loss, you know what to do. <laughs> D- right. But you just don't emotionally want to invest and do it. <laughs> yeah, because emotionally you feel held back. Like there's something yeah. stopping you. And it always comes back to the original trauma. So when we heal the original, it's like a domino. Mm. It literally starts to, everything else starts to fall apart. It's a lot like the movie Inception. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> I have. I couldn't. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's 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 just really great in the sense of the way that he says. Um, in the very beginning, it's like, what's you know the deadliest thing to man? Is it disease? Is it something else? Something else? And he's like, no. It's when an idea gets implanted in the mind. Oh yeah, I do remember that part. That was yes, like wow. <laughs> That's what has happened to every single human being. And my book will show people how to actually find their original trauma. Mm. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll definitely refer them to read the yeah. book. What are some tips now that we can, uh, I'm just curious, like yeah. once we identify the original trauma, what yeah. are some tips for overcoming it to keep us from self-sabotaging? Absolutely. Feel this inside of it. So um, inside of this universe and this time-space reality we live in, there is a universal law called the law of polarity. So the law of polarity says that everything exists in an equal and opposite whole, meaning for there to be an up, there's a down. For there to be an in, there's an out. So what that means is for lack to exist, the equal and opposite abundance must equally exist at the same moment in time, not a different moment, the same moment in time. So why I'm saying this is when you uncover your original trauma, what it helps you see and feel and live is you can then see who you are because you can see who you're not. Does that make sense? Yeah. The contrast between the two, like we don't know hot until we know cold. We don't know up until we know down. So understanding the way the universal law works and how all of that is existing simultaneously, not at different moments, then you can really start to see, oh my gosh, so I'm actually not this ego, this reactionary thing that I created during my original trauma as a, as a way to try to survive an experience. I didn't even think I was capable of surviving. I love that. So, Mm. but knowing about the law of polarity, how does that help us? And I'm assuming that's the, the, the part of the aligned intelligence is overcoming that overcoming, um, your, your original trauma. Yeah. It's, um, all it's, it's many things. Um, yes, it is that, um, we actually, you know, take people by the hand and literally like 
literally support them through the entire thing. Cause it's kind of like this, that day that this trauma happened, whether, and we see a lot of two to three year olds, like a lot of two to three, like that's probably yeah. the biggest number that I get. Um, that's the same. Um, but what kind, what happens in a nutshell is we go into, we, so before when we're born and we're, um, we totally trusted ourselves, we trusted others, we trusted life. There's a connection to everything, right? There's, there's no separation between us and the world. We think the whole world is for us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. And then something happens, that original trauma, something happens. And when that happens, it shocks us, confuses, causes us to doubt ourselves that we pull back with inside of ourselves. It's an emotional thing, not logical, where we feel this separation. That's why we start feeling like we're all alone, like there's something wrong with us. So that in that separation, so in that separation, it's kind of like we went through the eye of a needle and we then only see things through a perception of reality. So what we do when we help heal people is we actually help them go back through the eye of the needle to come back into reality such that it literally is life altering. Like they get to go home to themselves is the best way I would say it. The reason why I'm known as the awakened entrepreneur is because people would say to me, Oh my gosh, Mia, I feel so awake. And that's really what you feel. Like I feel so awake, like right now, here's why this is so important. So I don't get triggered anymore. So I used to before if um, somebody came into my, even if I was the owner of the company, but if somebody came into my office and was like domineering or really um, belligerent or had some type of really strong personality, I would literally go completely confused in my head. My brain would stop working. I'd become the dumbest person in the room. (laughs) Right. I would literally get triggered all over again, but I never associated that to my original trauma. Because when you grow up with having whatever have happened to, you know, all the listeners, whatever happened to you, when you grow up with it, you just think like, well, that's just what life is. Right. Right. You don't realize that it's actually not that way for other people, meaning, um, it's happening to you. And so that trigger can literally once healed, I, you just don't get triggered anymore. So I'm, I can talk with any person as, you know, domineering as they are and they don't intimidate me and everything is just normal. Yeah. So it sounds like we're essentially changing some core beliefs. Oh my gosh. It shifts everything. It shifts. Um, it shifts everything. Like it shifts, it shifts because you get to go back home to yourself. So it's not that you, a lot of times people will say to me, but Mia, if, you know, if you help me heal this, even though I'm, you know, I'm missing something and I know I'm meant for so much more and I could do so much more, but if you heal this, this is why I have some success that I have. If you take this away, what if I just want to be a, a, you know, somebody who hangs out at the couch and does, does nothing. Like they're afraid that the driver that it is that has made them somewhat successful, like they've achieved some success, will actually get taken away. But it actually does the opposite. What this does is it doesn't make you a totally different person. It makes you more 
of who you really are because you keep all the strengths, but you get to let go of all the weaknesses. Yeah. Nice. So uh, the, for the listener who's listening right now and they, they'll want to get the book and read it, what is something that they can take away today? Something mm-hmm. that they can action right now to help yeah. them in this area? That's awesome. So the first thing I would do is I would tell you to stop, um, stop declaring problems as statements. Mm-hmm. Meaning, because I told you about the universal law of polarity, not because I'm saying it, but test it out. So instead of declaring problems as a statement, as a fact, because that tricks your brain into thinking that there's like, that's true. What instead, what I would tell you to do is every time you want to say something as a statement or a fact, as a problem, I want you to turn it into a question. If I could do that, right, instead of framing it as a problem, frame it as a question and come from curiosity. If this was possible, how would I do that? Right. Mm. Just switch it into a curiosity because when you do that, you actually have to let go of your perception of reality. It really is life altering when you do this and you actually come into your higher. It's like, um, you access your infinite potential, which exists inside of you going into curiosity. It will literally give you your intuition will literally give you a hit, like a download of like the way to do it. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you give an example for a listener? Uh, maybe yeah. something that you've worked with before. Oh my gosh. Anything, um, anything you can think of. Um, so it's like, so for instance, oh my gosh, we have so many successes. Um, let me see the most recent one that they were just celebrating. So this woman, um, she just recent, just now she, she literally posted uh, a huge success. She, we used to sit there and spin in her head in overwhelm. And so, um, inside of healing her trauma, we also, you know, taught her no longer to go into her head and to look for things because that's actually where the perception is. So instead of framing that as a problem of her overwhelm, we taught her how to come out of her head and then literally get into curiosity. So she didn't know what she just, she's a, she was a New York um, lawyer that moved to Australia and um, she wanted to know exactly what it is that she should be doing. And she was like, she, you know, spinning in her head and overwhelm. So we had her stop, pause, come out of that, and then literally start to ask the question, what would she love to do? If she could do anything, not worry about the how, because the how shows up afterwards. So many times people get stopped because they want the how before they go into curiosity or ask the question. Yeah, (laughs) I know I've done all of it. Um, so she did, um, she literally paused, went into the, the, um, you know, curiosity and instead, and what she just declared inside, she goes, Oh my gosh. She said, you're not going to believe this. Of course we do believe it because this is how it works. But she says, um, here I am. And this woman who owns a, an, an educational counseling center here in Australia, she basically trains counselors in healing modality. And she said for over 35 years, and she does a combination of psychology and theology. And she said, long story short, she wants to literally pass the entire institution over to me. Wow. 
she just declared that. And she goes, this shit works, you know? And I'm like, of course it works because, <laughs> because the fascinating thing is when we let go of there's only one way of thinking, which is what, you know, we're, you know, I don't know about you, but I was taught in my household. Like there was nobody ever taught me that there was another side to everything. Like, yeah. That was never anything that anyone said. So the fact that, that in the law of polarity, that for one to exist, the equal and opposite really does exist at the same moment in time. And that the bridge to get there is for you to go into curiosity. It is really life altering. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, th now that we're on life altering stuff, yeah. <laughs> what are some ways that listeners can um, access your products and or services and, and what are they? Absolutely. Um, they can actually just download my book for free. Um, you just go to Mia meant for more book.com. So Mia, M-I-A meant for more book.com. And then you need a password because it is free. It's the only place it's free. Um, and the password is all one word, free book, capital F free book, all one word. So Mia meant for more book.com and capital F free oh, book. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And then My what pleasure. about some of your other uh, services and that you provide? Um, there is a chat. We do a chat that we have so many awesome reviews. So we do this, um, challenge, a five day challenge on how they can find their trauma, like literally stop self-sabotage. We teach them a skill. Um, and so there's a five day challenge that is live with us. We're really live. I mean, not where we're just live in Facebook talking at you. We go on zoom in a, in a private Facebook group and bring you on zoom with us. And it's very interactive. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So what is your final piece of advice for our listeners? Mm, that's a great question. I would say that the best piece of advice that I could, I could give anyone is I want you to consider that when you look lovingly at all parts of your mind where fear has taken hold, when you look lovingly, not from um, judgment or from resistance or any kind of control or attachment, but when you look lovingly and you begin to, from curiosity, ask yourself more questions from curiosity, you will find that all freedom happens from non-attachment, non-judgment, non-resistance, and not trying to control it. Mm, wise words. Wise advice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you so much for joining us today, Mia. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Chris. If you'd like to learn more about Mia, visit her website at MiaHewitt.com. Is it possible to have fun while developing yourself? Take a look at Christina's latest book, Life is an Escape Room, to see how the lessons learned through escape rooms apply to achieving more in life. Visit LifeIsAnEscapeRoom.com for more information.